Hey you guys, it's me April and I want to thank you all for returning to Bomb Single Mom Podcast. Okay, so today it's not going to be a long podcast. This was just something that I wanted to do because I love Halloween and I like Friday the 13th. So I am that person that is watching AMC for the 31 days or 30 days of Fright Fest, I guess, where they just show scary movies on the weekends all day long or they show a scary movie every single night. But for us moms, things can be very scary all the time. Especially parenting, it doesn't come with a book or a manual. Like I always say, we're pretty much winking it every day. So for Friday the 13th, I was like, okay, what could be more scarier than being a parent? Nothing. I don't think so. I don't know. It could be some things, but as far as being a parent, being a parent, is the scariest thing ever so you guys i came up with the top 10 and i want to thank you all for chiming in on my instagram which is bomb single mom thank you all for commenting and tell me what you're afraid of i am gonna mention you during my podcast i appreciate it thank you for commenting all right we're gonna kick it off number 10 potty training let me tell you something Ain't nothing worse than your child telling you that they have potty and you go into the bathroom to discover there's nothing in the potty. Like there's nothing in the toilet. You go straight into the bathroom and look into the potty and it's empty. So at this point, you're looking at your kid. They're looking at you. You look beside the potty and there it is. They have mysteriously dropped a load right next to their potty. And then they are like really excited. You know, they're looking at you, looking for some words of affirmation. They got a smile on their face, waiting for you to say, good job, pat on the back, give me a handshake. You the best, you winning, we always gonna hold it down. You're so pissed because you don't know what to do. You want to tell them good job for not dropping a deuce in their underwear. But then you wanna sit them down and ask them like, how the hell did they drop a load next to the freaking sink how did you miss the whole entire toilet like come on but that's a nightmare potty training is a nightmare you have to catch them you know when they say potty you gotta go to the potty it can't be hold on give mama a minute it's no run to the bathroom so they can use the potty but we know that we have to potty train them so they don't continuously wet the bed or you know embarrass themselves when they go over to sleepovers you know, we got to make sure that we're doing what we need to do so they don't grow up wearing an adult diaper. Moving along. Number nine, money. Money is a scary thing, whether you're a single parent or not, but money is just scary. When they ask you for money, when the school asks you for money, when it costs money for them to do everything. Okay, first off, why is lunch almost $3? It's almost $3 in Georgia. I don't know. Can we at least push it down to 175? Can we negotiate some things? And why the hell is a field trip $108? Where are you going? Am I gassing up the big yellow bus myself or no? Why do I have to buy supplies for the teachers? I get it. They need it, but I'm so poor right now. I need that money. It's scary for two reasons. You don't have it and your bills are due. Now, it's not that you can't provide for your kid. It's just that they have too many wants than you have money. Sure, you can buy them things, but the stuff that they want you to get and how often is outrageous. Not to mention that when you give them money, they lose it. They do not, oh my God, it's like they don't, um, 
They don't have the concept of money and how important it is. They just run to you with their hand out like you're an ATM. Kids do not appreciate money. I, I, I hate it that they tell you that their friends have something and expect you to get it because their friends have it. Absurd. And we know that when you have a teen, if you don't have it, they are slick. They're going to ask their father for it. And depending on what type of father they have, your child could have opened up a new can of worms. You, you know them can of worms open up so quick. I seen you child support. What you spending my money on? Why my kid always asking for something? As if they don't understand how this parenting thing works. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. But that is scary as hell. All right, number eight. Which leads me into co-parenting. Oh, goodness. I am sure some of you are wondering why this is so high on the list and not like number two or number one. But let's face it, we must take some responsibility and understand that we chose to lay with this person. Hell, at one point, you was telling them that you love them. I want to be with you. You my everything. They were the highlight of your day. Now they are just annoying as hell, complaining, pissing, moaning about everything you asked them to do in regards to your kid or kids. But no, 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 no. We must remain tactful and respectful for our children. For the sake of them, we have to be cordial, co-parent in the right way, always keep it together. However, I know it can be difficult. We aren't going to jump into this and dad bash. No, we are going to keep it, you know, peaceful. We're going to keep the peace and just admit that it is tough. We will save the bashing for another day. I got y'all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, number seven. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I have any uh, stay-at-home moms on my Instagram. I see a lot of posts, but I don't see any where people say, you know, this is the life of, of a, you know, a stay-at-home mom. This is what I do. I'm a full-time mom. I have heard it from one person, and um, her name is Ashley. I hope you're okay with me saying your name, Ashley. But she is a stay-at-home mom. She's a really good parent. Shout out to you. You are really doing your thing. But for full-time moms, I know that sometimes we envy the stay-at-home parent. They can be at home as much as they want. They get to be with their kids. And I'm sure sometimes they envy the working mom because it's like, oh, my God, they can take a break from their kid. They got somewhere to go and hide. They're not getting bombarded with questions and being asked for cookies and cake and all this GMO-type stuff. But working a full-time job, there is simply not enough hours in the day, not enough time. And if there were, you would be even more tired and sleepy than you are right now. I work 40-plus hours, and when my kids go to bed, I'm usually not in bed. I'm not running and crawling to the bed. I am A, brainstorming for a podcast, B, doing some work for my full-time job, or C, laying in bed with all of the opportunity to close my eyes, yet I am thinking of everything I have done wrong. I am wondering if I put money on my daughter's lunch account. Am I stressing over whether or not I should have eaten that honey bun? I'm tossing and turning because my bed isn't as comfortable as I want it to be. But in reality, it is. I'm just so restless that my mind refuses to take a break, a breather, a relaxer, a 60-second mental vacation in my head that I'll never get to experience in real life. Honestly, I could tell people it's about balance. But for me, I have a 13-year-old and almost a 2-year-old. Yes, I know what you're thinking. I digress. But yeah, we can, you know, we can say fine, balance. But honestly, 
that's one of those things that come with time. You can do what you can do for the moment to keep your little bit of sanity. But the fact is, you know, we must retain, you know, remain intact so we can take care of our little monsters, you know, make sure our elevator is going to the top. Always not stopping, not broken down, not scaring everybody. Make sure that we are mentally ready for everything that our children brings our way. Speaking of things that our children bring our way. Number six, your child is a lady. She starts a cycle. Oh my gosh, I know you guys. This is the scariest shit ever. It scares me. And you know, damn, I almost made this number one until I realized that this is really just nature taking its course. But we all know that in this day and age, us single mothers are just terrified of what our kids might do, our little girls, especially with their peers right in their ears. Oh, you know, I have seen some videos of For the Dick Challenge and the child is like 12. I'm like, you can't even name all your body parts. What? Does your mom know you on here talking about what you're going to do for some dick? God, I hope not. Anywho, besides the idea that your little girl is now a little lady, the hormones kick in. They are angry. They're sad. Happy confused all within five minutes they go through all of these changes within five minutes and when you talk to them you know you are in control but you know that you are playing russian roulette when you ask them things no matter what no matter what it is or how simple the question is it's it's like you're playing a dangerous game you know you could ask your daughter if they're hungry they may think that you're calling them fat when you get the wrong pads it's the end of the world when their face break out, they think they're ugly and they want you to buy makeup. Oh, my goodness. However, we must remain strong and understand that they are just trying to adjust to the changes in their bodies. And they are probably more terrified of it than we are. Because, ladies, we know what it was like growing up. We started a cycle. He was terrified. It was just unbearable. Then your feelings were all over the place. You didn't know if... Other girls had started theirs, and you started to like people, and you question everything about yourself. So, you know, as a mom, we we get terrified, but we got to understand that they're afraid too. So let's just keep that in mind. You know, they're scared. We're scared. Single parenting is just scary. All right. What else is scary about single parenting? Dating, as they say. Ain't nobody got time for that. For me... Working, podcasting, and momming take up a lot of my time. However, that does not mean that I don't want a companion. But we all know that isn't that simple. When we were single, without children, we could date recklessly, casually, nastily. But now that we have little kids, that has ceased, stopped, burned in the pit of all the other things that we used to do. And dating is hard because you have to go through so many steps and ask so many questions to your potential mate and yourself. You asking them, are you a pedophile? Are you crazy? What do you think about children? Are you ready? What do you think of me? Can you handle my schedule? Are you aware that this is a package deal? Blah, blah, blah. And of course, we have to have some discernment in choosing who we date because let's face it, some people are just shitheads. They will waste your time and move on. Ladies, come on. Do yourself a favor. You know, watch who you date and make sure you aren't dating someone beneath your standards just so you can fill a void of loneliness. No one wants to be lonely, but it just it's not worth it. Speaking of watching what we're doing, having some discernment, another scary thing about all of this is someone is depending on you. Sure, I know. 
It's a big deal, right? Sure, you used to be able to feed yourself ramen noodles and stress over the swell in your body, you know, had take on. You know, you, them noodles have so much sodium in it, but you would get bloated and be like, you know, I'm just going to go run it off, drink a whole bunch of water. It'll go away. You know, sure, you could sleep on a mattress that's on the floor or blow a mattress and be fine. You were single. Your back's going to be okay. You don't care. It's just you. Oh, yeah. Drinking never was a thing to you. As a matter of fact, mimosas were always on the menu right after brushing your teeth. Wanted to party? Sure, go ahead. As a matter of fact, don't come back. Don't, co don't come back or don't come back until you're racing to beat the sun home. No money, no problem. Penny pinch until the next payday and do it all over again. They're cutting your lights off? No biggie. Light some candles. You've always loved that type of ambiance. But uh, no Sherlock. That shit is over now. Feed your kids ramen? Sure, but that ain't real food. They need nutrients and stuff, right? You can't just sleep on a blow-up mattress. That's not good for your, you or your child. You, would you, that's not good for their back. That's not good for your back. Drinking? Oh, I don't know. You might be a drunk now after you have some kids. You know, you become a mom, a glass of wine. When your kids are in bed, that could turn into a whole bottle. There goes Weight Watchers. Now you're counting them calories because you're like, damn, I didn't drink a whole bottle of this whatever and now now i gotta work out extra hard tomorrow the moral of the story is you are no longer you you are you plus one or two or three or four or five you make all the decisions for someone else and what you decide can either hurt or help them in the long run just think about it number three is so funny to me raise your hand if you drop the f-bomb i'm raising my hand i drop it all the time Raise your hand if you drop the F-bomb, the S-bomb, the A-bomb, you make up curse words that ain't even the curse word dictionary. You just be saying stuff and it's not even a real curse word. You just be making stuff up. I'm raising my hand right now. Cursing is number three. So about that time they said shit instead of sit. I mean, it's all fun and games until they go in public and start dropping every curse word they've heard you say, including the F-bomb. And we are so full of it, right? What do we say? I, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I don't know where he heard that from. We don't use that type of language in our household. Sure you don't. I'm sure he heard asshole on an episode of Teen Titans. And hey, I'm no angel. I have cursed around my children, but I'm working on it. Um, I think it's all about if you can work on it and get it together. Um, but yeah, we're, we're full of it. Um, they didn't hear that on Teen Titans. And you know... I think my child is saying shit. Just want to let y'all know that. I think my child is really saying shit. And other people are picking up on it. Okay, we're going to go to number two. Number two, a newborn in daycare. This is so scary to me. Don't you feel so guilty when you have to go back to work and take them to daycare? Y'all, I'm going to keep it so real. I would drop off my youngest, get in my car, drive to work and cry in the parking lot because I wanted to be with her so badly. She was so little. I was like, she needs me. She and I, she probably was not even thinking about me. I almost thought I was going to drive myself crazy. I felt like the worst parent ever. Even though I knew this was normal in the age of the working mom, I just couldn't handle it. But once I started seeing how much they adored her, you know, the people at the daycare, I, I became a little more relaxed. And when I dropped her off, you know, it was a, I was a little more at ease because she didn't scream, she didn't cry, and she's been with them for almost two years, and they just love her. Guys, isn't this so hard and scary? 
oh, we're gonna be okay. I'm so glad that that time period is over with because she's turning into a terrible two and now I can just drop her off to anyone. Okay, all right, you guys. This might not be the most terrifying thing, you know, but it is the worst thing for me. A sick child. Yes, number one, a sick child. The exorcist-style projectile vomit. The fever, the disastrous diarrhea, you know that diarrhea. The massive deuce they drop when you're laying in bed with them. Yeah, you feel something warm and realize that they have shitted outside their diaper. Onto the bed, you're laying in it and so is your hair. Yeah, that disastrous diarrhea. When my kid is sick, I get so scared. I'm like holding her and giving her hugs while praying that she doesn't vomit and shit at the same time. When you're, you know, wondering if it's something you did or you get mad because you think someone at school or daycare gave it to your child, you just get really pissy because you're really upset about that. You know, my goodness, the trips to the emergency room because their runny nose has went from clear snot to money green snot. Gosh, a sick child is like the scariest thing for me. Okay, guys, so I challenge some of you to mention some of the things that scared you as a single parent. And as I promised, I'm going to read what some of my followers left in my comment section under the post. Tell me one of the scariest things about single parenting. And I got some good ones. Are you guys ready? Tell all of you who are listening what some of my followers have commented. And like I said, I appreciate you all. Make sure you go follow my Facebook and Instagram, Bomb Single Mom. And I look forward to doing this with you guys every week. All right. So I told you guys to leave me a comment. And so the first person who left a comment, her name is the Cupcake Diva. Her Instagram is the Cupcake Diva. She has a beautiful page. You guys should go and check her page out now. It's the Cupcake Diva. T-H-E-E Cupcake Diva. So she says that one thing that's scary for her is... Dealing with sex talks alone, having to do the disciplining, wanting a break. She stated that when she got back in the dating world, it was super scary. You have to think of who is who will eventually be around your kids. People are crazy. Thank God for discernment and my relationship with him. Many times he let me know when to leave someone alone. And I told her that I can totally I, I can agree with that. Um it is hard. Um dating. Um you don't know who you're dating. You don't know who you're talking to. And you're praying every night like, please, if this person is no good for me, let me, please, God, show me a sign. Because the worst thing that can happen is you fall in love with someone who is no good for you and no good for your children. Thank you, The Cupcake Diva. Again, Instagram, The Cupcake Diva, T-H-E-E, -E, Cupcake Diva. All right, we got Chris Style. Okay, her name is Chris, C-H-R-I-S underscore T-Y-L-E. She is on Instagram. Thank you, Crystal. Great page as well. Go check it out. She says that having a break, I just got approved for the dad to babysit. Now what am I supposed to do with my free time? I'm accustomed to them being around. I don't know what or how I will feel. I agree with her. I, I told her I know exactly how you feel because when my kids aren't around, I feel useless. And irrelevant you know you want the break but when you get it you are so bored you're like what what do I do now nobody's calling my name nobody needs me no one's tearing up the house so you just get the chance to sit there and just linger you're bored 
Thank you. Chris Dow, C-H-R-I-S underscore T-Y-L-E on Instagram. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate it. Go follow that page. Okay, I'm so sorry. It looks like Shannon Lilia. Shannon Leah. Shannon Lilia. We're going to spell it. Her Instagram name, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-L-I-L-I-A. Again, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-L-I-L-I-A. And you guys can go on Instagram and see their comments. My Instagram is Bomb Single Mom. She stated that one of the scariest things about single parenting is, and she uh, put in parentheses, good thing this isn't timed, can't think of anything or choose one surprisingly. But she said, I guess feeling when people look at you as a potential mate or spouse, they make assumptions and stigmatize you because you have a child and from a previous relationship. She's basically saying that, you know, they're either, um, they're scared, they're intimidated, they're jealous, overzealous, unprepared, fool themselves that they can or can't commit to contributing to the raising of the child of the person they love. The other side of this piece is that if you're going to have a romantic companion, you're opening not only yourself, but your child up to a whole world of uncertainty in a way that will greatly impact their lives forever either for the good or the bad but rarely neutrally takes a lot of prayer courage and bravery and discernment this is one reason why I'm currently a very satisfied single and I agree with her um I am single as well for good reason you know some men want you but they don't want the package for me if you want me and kids are included I don't want you you can't just have me and say, well, I, I can't deal with your, your kids. Then you can't deal with me. You need to move on to someone who is up to speed with you or who's a good match for you. I mean, I don't see the point of begging a man to be in my life when I know God is going to, he's going to send me a man that's ready and willing. I have no problem waiting. I'm not going to beg anyone for anything that I know God is going to give me when he is ready for me to have it. You guys. I want to thank you for stopping in to Bomb Single Mom. My name is April. I also have a Facebook page, Bomb Single Mom. My Instagram is Bomb Single Mom. Follow me. Check out the next podcast. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I will make a post hinting about what it's going to be. I just need you to tune into it. Thank you guys so much. I want to let you all know that you are a bomb ass single mom every day, no matter what happens. Remember, you got it. You're in control. You are a bomb ass single mom. Until next time. Thanks, you guys. Bye bye.